The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome. You have entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simron. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Empower yourself. Broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simran. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I hope you have been taking time in this Mercury retrograde to set yourself back a little bit to reflect, to renew, and renourish yourself. It is a time where we can go back inside and look over the things that we need personally, emotionally, or things that need to be caught up in. And so often we don't take the time to realize how important that inner care is, that self-care is, or how we can nurture ourselves and in turn nurture all of those around us. With that said, I have the perfect guest for you today. Her name is Susie Lula, and she has written a really, really beautiful book around motherhood. It is called The Motherhood Evolution, How Thriving Mothers Raise Thriving Children. Now, although we definitely think about mothers being of the female variety, we are all mothers in some way, shape, or form, whether we are mothers for children, mothers for creative projects, or mothers that look like the father variety. We are all mothers, and there has never been a more important time in history for those of us who mother to step into our individual and collective authentic power, which is what Susie will tell you in her book. She writes, in contrast to how society has tended to see us, and consequently we have seen ourselves, we mothers are coded and encoded to contribute to the world, especially through the raising of our children. In fact, because we are hardwired to share our gifts, we have an actual need to do so in order to feel fulfilled. Susie has learned that none of us ever truly rest until we are giving the gifts we have come here to give and living the life we have come here to live. So I want to introduce you to this wonderful, magnificent being who truly is living her gift and spreading her light. She is a much sought-after spiritual counselor, teacher, and inspirational speaker who is an expert in the field of human transformation. She puts on uh, various travel expeditions with her husband, Jamie, along with speaking engagements and online courses that you can find out about at her website, suzylula.com. Without further ado, I want to dive into this show because it is so relevant at this time more than ever as women are learning how to truly step into their power. Welcome, Susie, to 1111 Talk Radio. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so honored. I love your work and your show, and I'm very, very happy to be diving deep into a great conversation with you today. Well, it's a very relevant conversation, and... I think even more so now than ever. With the things going on in the world today, so many of us want to be activists. So many of us want to do something to create a change. So many of us want to reach out and help another, especially as we see things that are crises that are taking place, whether it is injustices when it comes to human rights or when it is 
tragic circumstances that look like the Texas floods, there's a part of our heart that wants to reach out and give, give, give. And yet oftentimes we don't realize that the greatest place to give begins at home, not just with our families and our children, but actually inside of ourselves. And you really kind of hit the nail on the head with your book when you talk about this. You speak about mothers are here to thrive, and that in itself is the change in the world. Start off by first letting us know your own mothering experience, both as a child and as a mother and as a counselor that has allowed you to really birth this book so that it can be so supportive to women at this time. Mm, Thank you. Absolutely. You know, as a child, I did not feel that deep connection with my own mom that I longed to feel and that I know all of us long to feel from our own parents. I think really the only thing we as children are seeking is that deep emotional connection where we feel seen and that someone accepts us exactly the way that we are and that emotional nourishment and nurturing that we're looking for from our parents, but I think a mother in particular. And I was always seeking that. I was running after that, and I was trying to get that from my own mom through approval, her approval, you know. So I was a pianist and a competitive one, and I think I unconsciously thought, you know, if I win that next competition, then she's going to be proud of me, and then I'm going to feel this connection that I'm just desperately looking for. And I was so missing that connection, and as an adult, I, as I was looking back and untangling my relationship with my own mother, I realized that my mother was sacrificing herself, martyring herself. She was working. She herself was an activist, which I so appreciate your introduction, because I absolutely know that this is the time that women are longing to be out and make a difference. And my mom was doing that, but the thing was, my mom was doing it from her own empty tank. And so the actions that she was taking, let's say driving me to these piano lessons and taking me to these competitions, she herself was empty, and so I wasn't the beneficiary of a full tank of connections. And as I became an adult and a mother, I now have a 14-year-old. In the early stages of being a mom, I felt so blessed and connected to have this amazing little spirit in my life. And not long after, got so mired in the doing of taking care of him and the doing that our culture really values over the being and the connection, and I fell into my own martyrdom, sacrifice, trap where I was last on my list, and I wanted so much to be this particular mom to this little guy, and I was falling short because I was empty and I didn't have the presence and the connection to give him that I knew he was longing for. And in my own private practice, this is what I find over and over and over again. Women, mothers, we are, we are connectors. You know, we are nurturers. We are nourishers. We are wired to connect. And I think many, many, many of us have fallen into this cultural myth that to take care of ourselves and, you know, God forbid, take care of ourselves first would be so selfish, 
And so we end up trying to connect with others and nourish and be there for others, as you were alluding to at the beginning, but often from a very, very empty tank ourselves. And that's what led me to do this work. I mean, I'm very passionate about giving women everywhere, particularly mothers, the outer permission to connect with that inner place inside that knows that it is essential to nourish our own spirit so that we ourselves are not dying on the vine, that we have something to give to those around us from a rich and overflowing place. Mm. In your Amazon number one best-selling book, Mm. The Motherhood Evolution, How Thriving Mothers Raise Thriving Children, you write that mothers can experience what you call a spiritual bankruptcy and are yearning to reconnect mother, and live from their spiritual center, power, and authority. It is for this reason that you've come to know mothers are the untapped spiritual powerhouse of the planet. I want to go back to what you were saying about your own mother in regard to the activism side that she took. And so often I, too, see people getting out in the world, becoming these activists, and oftentimes I think there's an unconscious place where they're doing it to find a sense of worth. Mm-hmm. That spiritual bankruptcy that you talk about, if we went back in and we really did the inner care, and I want you to, to really describe what inner care is, will that fill up that spiritual tank so that any actions outside then are not to gain a sense of worth, but really then are from that place of fulfillment? Absolutely. You know, the word sacrifice, Really, the true definition of the word sacrifice is to make sacred. And we, as women, are taught that taking care of ourselves and this inner care, which we'll be speaking about, is selfish. And so we are taught to sacrifice ourselves. We are taught that sacrificing ourselves is valuable, is noble. And so what happens is we end up sacrificing ourselves, placing ourselves last, and we end up severed from our own spirit. Our spirit, you know, we obviously, we are spiritual beings. And I always say, you know, you've heard that saying, we are spiritual beings here having a human experience. But you know, what I've found, especially with women, is that we are spiritual beings seeking to have a spiritual experience while in this human incarnation. And what I mean by that is that our our spirit is here to thrive. Our spirit is here to contribute and to give and to share. And our soul really will not rest until we are giving that which we came here to give. And so often when we are sacrificing ourselves, thinking that we're being the good girl, doing what we were told to do. We're thinking that this is a good intention, putting everyone else first. That's why this is such a big, A, controversial issue for women, but also a very courageous issue for women to go against the cultural grain and be the first person to say that sacrificing myself is the most selfless thing that I can do because it's going to fill me and reconnect me with my own spirit, with my own sense of life. And I feel that women and mothers are the untapped spiritual powerhouse because we women, you need only look at a child and something happens inside of us where 
we light up, we recognize that these children have come from the spirit realm. They are closer to the spirit realm than we are, and it lights up something within us. And then when we, though, sacrifice ourselves and martyr ourselves, we ourselves are the ones that sever ourselves from our own spiritual cord, that spiritual energy that truly feeds us. So to answer your question, when we have the courage to find, which we'll be talking about, those activities and practices that can reconnect us with our own spirit, our own sense of life, our own fulfillment, our own soul, and caring for our soul, then two different people could go out and, and, and be that spiritual activist that you're, or that social activist that you're speaking of. One person is giving from that empty place that's just longing to feel that sense of worth and validity, and another person has found it through this inner care, and she's going out and she's sharing and contributing, and so her inner experience is a different one than the woman who's out there trying with such good intention but trying to get her worth from doing these activities, and we know that we're never going to find that worth from the outside, and so her experience can be a very frustrating one where another individual's experience can be one that is rich. Does that make sense? Of course, and so often women in particular can get in this place that they are on this treadmill that just keeps on going where they cannot listen. And I think one of the most beautiful things you did in your book was model in the beginning how you took the time to listen. And and it came from actually the child. It came, the first message came from the child. So to be able to have that ability to listen and not let the ego kick in or not have a response to say, but really take in the feedback might be the first step for a lot of women to really listen to their children or their environment or their spouses or or what their body is telling them by the aches and the pains. Talk a little bit about how listening impacts the way that we mother ourselves and mother other people. Listening is the heart of self-care. You have really spoken to the heart of the matter So my husband used to say to me before even our child was born, my husband used to say to me, you know, babe, your to-do list is endless. You know, I will never check off everything. Every time I think we're to the end of the to-do list, the to-do list grows, you know. And I heard this outer feedback, this environmental feedback that, that you're speaking about, and I railroaded right over it. And it wasn't until my son, as you say, this is how I start the book with this true story, that I had picked my son up from school one afternoon, and I was asking him the typical questions, how was your day, you know, what do you have for homework? And he looked at me, and he just stopped the conversation, and in a very pristine, precise way, simply said to me, Mom, you really need to just smile more. Where's your joy? I I just want you to laugh and smile and connect before you ask me about my homework. You ask me when I'm going to do my homework. You ask me what I'm going to do for homework. And I heard him. He pierced through my own sense that I got my validity as a mother from everything that I was doing for him and his validity of everything that he would do. And he pierced through that and he spoke to my being 
And he was Mm. reflecting back to me that my beingness was empty where he was concerned. He was looking for a connection, and I was mired in the to-do, the doing. And so, yes, to your point, our environment, if every woman right now listening took a challenge in the next hour to simply be still and listen to the messages that the universe is sending, because that's the beautiful thing about this benevolent universe. It is always sending us the messages that we need to hear through a child, through a partner, through a friend, through our own inner wisdom and guidance. And if we ourselves took the challenge not to railroad over what we're hearing and simply stop and listen and then, of course, act upon that. I had to really go sit in my chair after my son said this to me when we got home that day and really take that feedback to heart and ask myself, and it it wasn't easy to start giving myself permission to put my own being and my own spirit first. Then I think Mm -hmm. all of us would acquire what you're speaking of as we listen to that outer or inner guidance, we can then move forward from a place of the inside out. So I want you all to take a breath and take in that big aha moment because I'm sure if you look around your life, you can hear all the voices and the messages that have been coming from outside to take you in. Susie Lula has a vision of mothers all around the world flourishing, living and giving from this overflowing abundance. She sees mothers as the ultimate philanthropists. You may be one of them. She has a vision of mothers all around the world uniting, joining together, and evolving our collective vision of what motherhood can be. May your mothering experience be greater than you can possibly imagine. There's a new conversation emerging that raises the roof on what is possible for mothers everywhere. The sky is the limit. May you be a part of this emerging conversation of the possibility and potentiality for mothers everywhere. You can find out how to do this for yourself by getting her book, The Motherhood Evolution, How Thriving Mothers Raise Thriving Children, and also connecting to her on the website. You can find out about her free MP3 or PDF that you can download from self-sacrifice to self-care. In addition to many of her current courses, the lang- Learning the Language of Self-Compassion, Self-Care as a Spiritual Practice, the Emotional Messenger System, and many more things. In addition, she will be at the Evolve Conference September 15th through 17th, put on by Dr. Shafali Sabari, and you can get to meet her there and find out even more of this delicious woman living in her power and her presence. Again, find out more at suzilula.com. That's S-U-Z-I-L-U-L-A.com. We'll be right back after these messages. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, 1111mag.com. 
1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly online publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. Engage with experts in topics of consciousness. Become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, expanding the heart, and experiencing greater aliveness. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Do you want more out of life? Tired of settling in relationships, your career, health, or finances? Want to experience greater aliveness? I am Simran. I support people in listening to their conversations with the universe, the guiding signs, symbols, and synchronicity. I mentor people to anchor in trust, love, and confidence to live their heart's desires. Let me guide you in embracing the challenges and the obstacles so you embody and integrate the gifts they bring. No more human doing. You are here for being, bounteously and abundantly. Experience your soul's natural rhythm, your powerful essence. Don't shrink back any longer. Release the struggle. Learn how to let go. Create in different dimensions. Transform separateness, grief, anxiety, anger, and chaos into living your destiny. Connect with me at IamSimran.com. Live more freely, spontaneously, and joyfully. Don't conform. Live a life of courage. Let's start now. Through my online courses, mentoring programs, or one-on-one coaching, it's time to change your world. Connect at IamSimran.com. Are you an artist? healer, teacher, author, speaker, or coach, a wellness or holistic practitioner or energy worker. Maybe you want to be. Do you desire to serve the world, share your gifts, live your dreams? I am Simran, host of 1111 Talk Radio, and I invite you to the vision of oneness. Could you use a community of support, more financial flow with less effort? Would you like to receive so you have more to give? Be a world changer, world server, do-gooder. Be a new paradigm thinker and a conscious change agent, a part of a growing community creating collective streams of prosperity and wellness. By simply serving yourself, you serve others. Feel great, have more energy, sleep better, gently detox, lose unhealthy weight, and build strength. It's time for more freedom and financial flow. The vision of oneness embodies unconditional giving, commitment, simplicity, and receiving. We are a collective new way of being in commerce and creative cash flow. Learn more at thevisionofoneness.com. Register now and a member will help you begin today. Visionofoneness.com. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at IamSimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. Welcome back. Before we get back to Susie Lula and the motherhood evolution, I want to let you know about 1111 Magazine. It is an online free magazine created to acknowledge individuals expressing their unique genius, and it is an example for others to grow, learn, and expand. 
while also being connected to the resources and people that may support their current path. Feel free to access the archives at 1111mag.com. The current issue is out, and it has some powerful articles by some amazing and beautiful individuals. Acharya Shunya is talking about Ayurveda and our natural rhythms. Douglas Knoll is speaking about grounding in the latest findings of neuroscience when it comes to calming individuals in 90 seconds or less. Lisa Barnett speaks about the Akashic Records and how prayer into the Akashic field can help shift your world. Dr. Dong Zhang Zhang speaks about aging youthfully with a new revolutionary approach called Fit 150. Heather Roan Robbins talks about the landscape of the hand as we move into palmistry. And then there's also articles on shamanism by Lynn Andrews and awesomeism by Susie Miller discussing how autistic children are here to show us and teach us so much about ourselves. Definitely access this free magazine at 1111mag.com. And if you're just too busy to read and you don't seem to have a spiritual practice that allows your mind to grow, your heart to expand, and your spirit to fly, then I recommend 1111 Magazine on audio. You can grow on the go. It includes a variety of options, not only the articles on audio introducing you to many amazing, powerful teachers and speakers. In addition, there is mindset growth, meditations, monthly intentions, and also life coaching. Yes, life coaching for just $11 a month. So definitely check out 1111 Magazine on audio. Susie Lula has created the motherhood evolution, and she challenges conventional thinking that says mothers must sacrifice and martyr themselves if they are to be good mothers. Redefining motherhood as an evolutionary path, Susie guides us to the realization that when we thrive, our children thrive. This is our time as mothers to restore our connection to our authentic self, to connect with our children, and to join together as a global world in which we all thrive. We must first individually embody the consciousness of our own inner fulfillment. Then we must declare, I can make a difference by connecting with the other mothers across the planet. Because form follows consciousness, the result will be a transformation of the planet that ultimately renews the entire earth. This is from her book, The Motherhood Evolution. You can find out more about her book and many of her wonderful courses at suzylula.com. And also check out the Evolve Conference, September 15th to 17th, where she will be speaking. Welcome back, Susie. I want to talk a little bit about what we do when we are moving from that place of running on empty and how we shift our perception into a lens of abundance because so often so much change can happen just in the mere shift of our perception, the shift of who we are as mothers, how we're being as women, and even who our children are and how we believe they really need us. (laughs) So often that (laughs) is one of the biggest illusions of all because we trick ourselves into feeling the need to be needed rather than understanding that our only need is ourselves, and that ripples out. <laughs> that, that is so well said. I have chills just hearing you say that. So, so much in what you're sharing. Yes, you know, our children are spiritual beings. So they themselves are closer to their spirit as we grow up and as we are indoctrinated into culture, both our biological conditioning and our cultural conditioning, sometimes 
we ourselves as women have gotten disconnected and moved farther away from the connection and living from that authentic place that you're speaking of, our authenticity, our essence, our spirit. And children provide us the window back into our own spiritual connection. So when we simply look at a child, whether you have a child and are a mother or not, you just look at a child playing, especially children under five. You know, they can spend an hour looking at a dandelion, a blade of grass, a butterfly, a garden. The walk from the front door to the car can, you know, take 10 minutes because they haven't lost the awe of life, of this life. Mm -hmm. And so when we ourselves as women begin to notice that we have become disconnected from our own spirit. Yes, as you're saying, it is a journey from disconnection back to connection. And it does all start with perception. It all starts with our mindset. So I believe one of the most important decisions that we can make and the first step back to our own spirit is the decision to say, that my value, my worthiness comes from the inside out and I am going to commit and dedicate myself to reconnecting inside of myself. This is what I call inner care. So I am committing to care for my innermost self, the part of me that's invisible, the part of me that no one can see, but the part of me that is my very life. And The first step is that perception to which you are speaking, the perception that my worth, I am no longer going to buy into the idea that my worth and value comes from the outside, my my, um, accomplishments and my doing and my being needed, as you said, but my value is going to come from the inside out. And to make that paradigm shift is essential. When you look at a child, they recognize when they're playing, they are connected to their own inner authority. That's why when you tell them it's time for dinner, and if they're not hungry, they're going to say, I'm not finished playing yet. They, they, don't, hmm. they haven't given way yet to a cultural experience of, oh, it's five o'clock, it's time for dinner. They would come in when they're finished playing, you know. They are very connected to their own inner authority. And we as women... One thing that's going to come up for a lot of women is they're starting to think about this inner care and taking time for themselves Mm -hmm. is everything that they have to do is going to kind of show up in their face. They're going to have uh, all of the chores at home, all of their responsibilities at work, if they're working, all of the needs of children or parents or friends, all of the baseball games and soccer practices and uh, cheerleading events that have to be taken care of and all of the mommy's day outs and the school mom responsibilities. So when all of that stuff starts happening, most often people tend to slip away from their spiritual practices, much less any self-care. What is your response to that? How do you uh, support women in understanding um, the steps to take to cultivate that type of new behavior if it's not one that's for them or how to truly, how and when to truly engage in the inner care? Yes. 
that is the question, and that is what every one of us, myself included, the first thing that happens is yes, we will be inundated with, I have the laundry and baseball practice and everything that you mentioned. So yes, this will come up in every one of our journey, and and it comes up for a reason. The universe places this in our lap to give us the inner power to make choices. So yes, that's why I say that inner care is not for the faint of heart because we Mm. will be inundated with these choices moment by moment. Am I going to wake up 10 minutes before my child wakes up when I already have been up all night feeding that child, when I'm already exhausted? Am I going to make the choice to go meditate for five minutes or 10 minutes? Am I going to, you know, go cut fresh flowers when we're already late to baseball practice? These are going to challenge us. They seem like they're going to be contradictory actions. How are you possibly telling me to cut some fresh flowers and place them in my living room? And how in the heck is that going to help me not feel exhausted when I have to get three kids to three different, you know, activities? So, yes. These questions are important. They are questions of, first and foremost, that we have been taught to get our value from the outside, that the getting of the child to baseball practice is more valuable than my own inner sense of peace and patience and connection. So the first thing is to, yes, moment by moment, remember and remind yourself that you are shifting a paradigm. You are placing your own inner connection and trusting that when you are peaceful inside of yourself and calm and connected inside of yourself, that it actually is mutually beneficial to your child. When I am more calm inside, then I have more patience when my child is running late. I come to the same tasks of motherhood but I am a different individual. When I have taken care of myself first, then if my child is running late or if my child doesn't want to brush his teeth or if my child is having a hard time going to sleep at night, rather than being impatient, if I've taken care of myself first, I come to the same tasks of motherhood, but I am patient. I have the bandwidth to be more present, to be more connected. To, to have space and to, and to have the ability to allow my child or anyone, my spouse, my friend, my boss, to be wherever they are. It starts with myself. So these, we haven't really spoken about what the, the specific inner care practices can be. But they can be simple. I say find the simple, simple practices that truly feed your soul. Do cut fresh flowers if that is lights up your, your, your heart. Light candles. Listen to music. Bring, put music and make that a part of the atmosphere in your home. I always say that mothers set the spiritual tone in our homes. Sit for five minutes before you go do the dishes. Sit for five minutes before you have to, you know, help your child get to their next activity. Connect with yourself first, and what you will find is activity by activity. Let's just say I sat with myself for just five minutes, 
and then I went and helped my child get ready to go, I will prove out to myself that I come to that transition with my son or my child different than I would have had I not taken that time. And I prove out to myself practice by practice, moment by moment. I call this mutuality. When I am full, I find that the way that I am with my child is full and rich. So in your... Mm-hmm. In your book, you write, self-care reminds us we are connected to something greater than our individual and family life, an infinite, inexhaustible wellspring of good that's always available to us if we but partake of it. This inner spring is available to bring fresh life to every area of our existence, and in particular, our role as a mother. Spirituality isn't different from our humanity. In fact, in any way separate from it, spirituality is an awakened way of being human. Our spirituality enhances our humanity by infusing it with qualities like awe, gratitude, love, contentment, patience, peace, joy, and meaning. It's a way of living that emanates from and encompasses the whole of ourselves. And that's exactly what you were describing, allowing ourselves to have those sacred moments, those special times, those places where we value ourselves beyond the doing or the concept of time or the next task. And by doing so, we're modeling something really, really powerful to our children because the greatest teaching does end up in the modeling, not necessarily in the talking. I love one particular story where you tell a client to lower her motherhood bar. Now, that's not something that most people would typically think someone would tell them to do. So what do you mean by lowering our motherhood bar? Absolutely. I think women in general, we all need to lower the bar. So I'm the person that gives out this contradictory information, right? Instead of striving to be a good girl, a good mother, a good woman, seek to be a fulfilled one. So I take off my plate to be a good mom. Think of your own self when you were a child, as we were saying earlier. Didn't you simply want to be connected to your parent? So we think that being a good mom is getting our child to that baseball practice on time. But your child and you as a child, if you remember, really what you were looking for was the ride over there to be fun and joyful and connected and authentic and deep and pr- filled with presence, that you, you were more interested in the ride over, the journey over. And what happens with us is that we end up having the ride over there disconnected because we're trying to be a good mom and get our child to the activity on time or have all the laundry folded or have dinner on time at a certain time, you know. And what you're saying is that by connecting to this invisible presence that will feed us and remind us that we are something more than this doing machine, this, you know, we say that saying human doing, you know, I'm much more than a human doing, I'm a human being. And when I take the time to connect to this inexhaustible, invisible place that feeds me, then I am the presence that my child needs me to be and wants me to be on the ride over to wherever we're going. The whole activity changes energy from one of disconnection to one of 
deep connection. And I know what you're saying is so true. Moms feel exhausted and, and overwhelmed. And, and, and really, when we say, I don't have time to take care of myself, we're starting from a place of lack. And when we connect to this inexhaustible presence, it puts us in a state of abundance. I have enough to give someone else around me. So this inner care has the potential to move us from living in a place of lack to living in a place of abundance and overflow and unlimited possibilities, really. Susie Lula is a visionary leader who is transforming the way people think about motherhood. A much sought-after spiritual counselor, teacher, and inspirational speaker, she combines her innovative teaching over her 18 years in private practice with her training in spiritual psychology, showing you how to reconnect with your untapped spiritual power and use it to mother your children in a way that greatly empowers and enriches your life and connection with your children. Her new book, The Motherhood Evolution, How Thriving Mothers Raise Thriving Children, will help you to understand many points. Learn that self-care is not only selfish, it is the most selfless thing you can do for your children, moving you from self-sacrifice to self-care. Learn to balance your self-care with child care. Move from impatience, yelling, and power struggles with your children to a powerful, intimate connection that is the cornerstone of healthy parenting. Learn how to heal your own intense emotions that come from the parenting experience. Create a life-changing meditation and gratitude practice for yourself and your children, and so much more. I invite you to visit her website, suzylula.com. She has a variety of online courses and a lot of other good offerings that you will certainly want to partake in. In addition, you will see her at Dr. Shafali Sabari's conference, the Evolve Conference, September 15th to 17th, if you'd like to find out more about that. Uh, in, and we will get right back to learn more about the motherhood evolution after these messages. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, 1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly online publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. Engage with experts and topics of consciousness. Become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, expanding the heart, and experiencing greater aliveness. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Do you want more out of life? Tired of settling in relationships, your career, health, or finances? Want to experience greater aliveness? I am Simran. I support people in listening to their conversations with the universe, the guiding signs, symbols, and synchronicity. I mentor people to anchor in trust, love, and confidence to live their heart's desires. Let me guide you in embracing the challenges and the obstacles so you embody and integrate the gifts they bring. No more human doings. 
You are here for being, bounteously and abundantly. Experience your soul's natural rhythm, your powerful essence. Don't shrink back any longer. Release the struggle. Learn how to let go. Create in different dimensions. Transform separateness, grief, anxiety, anger, and chaos into living your destiny. Connect with me at IamSimran.com. Live more freely, spontaneously, and joyfully. Don't conform. Live a life of courage. Let's start now. Through my online courses, mentoring programs, or one-on-one coaching, it's time to change your world. Connect at IamSimran.com. Are you an artist, healer, teacher, author, speaker, or coach? A wellness or holistic practitioner or energy worker? Maybe you want to be. Do you desire to serve the world, share your gifts, live your dreams? I am Simran, host of 1111 Talk Radio, and I invite you to the vision of oneness. Could you use a community of support, more financial flow with less effort? Would you like to receive so you have more to give? Be a world changer, world server, do-gooder. Be a new paradigm thinker and a conscious change agent a part of a growing community creating collective streams of prosperity and wellness. By simply serving yourself, you serve others. Feel great, have more energy, sleep better, gently detox, lose unhealthy weight, and build strength. It's time for more freedom and financial flow. The vision of oneness embodies unconditional giving, commitment, simplicity, and receiving. We are a collective new way of being in commerce and creative cash flow. Learn more at thevisionofoneness.com. Register now and a member will help you begin today. Visionofoneness.com. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at IamSimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. While you are ordering Susie Lula's book, The Motherhood Evolution, take a peek at my own I Have Authored Conversations with the Universe, which speaks to the signs and symbols of how the world speaks to you about you. In addition, your journey to enlightenment, letting go of the conformity and the conditioning of the world, and stepping back into the innocence, awe, and wonder of being the child. And finally, your journey to love, the deep staircase down into the depths of your being to find the most sacred parts of you, to lift them to the light and discover that you are your own true ultimate soulmate. Susie Lula, in her book, The Motherhood Evolution, says, There has never been a more important time in history for those of us who mother to step into our individual and collective authentic power, in contrast to how society has tended to see us, and consequently, we have seen ourselves. We mothers are coded and encoded to contribute to the world, especially through the raising of our children. In fact, because we are hardwired to share our gifts, we have an actual need to do so in order to feel fulfilled. She's learned that none of us ever truly rest until we are giving the gifts we have come here to give and living the life we've come here to live. Mothers have an unparalleled opportunity to bring the female gifts of connection, relationship, intuition, and feminine authority to the workplace as well as the family. It's our time to take ownership of our native gifts and cultivate them 
as both valuable and essential for the advancement of society. Once again, this is from her book, The Motherhood Evolution. In addition, find out more at her website, suzylula.com, S-U-Z-I-L-U-L-A. She has a variety of wonderful courses there that you can also find out about, including learning the language of self-compassion, self-care as a spiritual practice, the emotional messenger system, and more. So definitely take a look at SusieLula.com. Susie, I want to talk a little bit about what happens when we start to move into those spaces of inner care, when we start to take the time uh, to be present to the communication and connection that is going on within. And so often what initially will happen is there will be some emotional discomfort. There will be thoughts that we didn't realize we think bubble up. There will be feelings that we didn't know we had come to the surface. Talk a little bit about this part of the process in returning to our more authentic and empowered nature. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is very important to speak to because you're, what you're saying is absolutely true. You know, often we get so mired in the doing of life for the very reason that... Um, uh, the, the emotional content, some of our own unresolved emotional material is right there under the surface. And we know that in some intuitive way and part of us. So we kind of, we've, we've been taught by culture to push away that which is uncomfortable. And so what you're speaking to is true that when we sit and we become still, often the first thing that comes up is that wave of emotional discomfort. And sometimes it can be very intense. A lot of unresolved issues from our own childhood, emotional wounds and hurts, hurts and fears that we have been carrying inside of us come up because they are coming up to be tended to. They are seeking to be soothed. And sometimes we can feel ill-equipped to soothe those hurts and soothe that emotional material that comes up. And so we can start on a journey of inner care and then tend to want to turn away from it and, and push that uncomfortable material aside. And so one of the things that I think will empower us as women is to know that we are capable and we have the ability to handle and to nourish and to nurture our own emotional upsets. And that's why many of my courses are courses like the art and practice of emotional self-care. I have developed a process that I call the emotional messenger system, whereby I have learned that these emotions, this intense discomfort actually comes up to provide us messages. As you speak of in your own books, you know, the universe is always speaking to us. And so this discomfort is here because it's trying to get our attention. When we sit and we have the the bandwidth and the courage to sit with that, which is uncomfortable, in the midst of that discomfort, 
you will find messages. You will find insights. You will find promptings. There are whispers that have become loud shouts now. But, but that inner voice is telling you exactly what you need to know to move through this, you know, wave of intensity to get to that connection that you're speaking of. So it is and a Susie, that connection that, that is, is taking place when we do allow ourselves to go into the emotional discomfort. I know in my own experience, mm-hmm. it is the way, the transparent way to actually deepen connection and communication with those outside of us. So allowing ourselves to more intimately connect with what's going on internally that may have been hidden or suppressed or denied really allows us to see others in a clearer, better way and supports us in how we can uh, lift our children up in seeing their highest and best selves as well. Talk a little bit about that level of communication and how that changes when we allow ourselves to do some of the emotional work. Absolutely. This is why I'm such a huge advocate of learning the language of self-compassion, and I believe women really... Um, are longing and seeking to learn this language because we are taught when we sit in a chair and become still and some of this emotion come up comes up, what we often do is judge ourselves for it, criticize ourselves. So, for instance, if I have been impatient with my child and then I go and I sit still, all of this intense wave comes up of guilt and I'm... I'm criticizing myself for being impatient with my child. And then these other waves come up of, you know, feeling guilty about a a barrage of things. And we have a a way of criticizing ourselves and, and being, you know, we can crucify ourselves and be the hardest on ourselves. And when, and we have a misperception in culture that if I have compassion for myself, it means I'm condoning the behavior. But when I begin to recognize that all of this that's coming up is a need for our own inner connection, and when I learn how to connect with my own inner material with compassion for myself, then I see that I then can take that very act of compassion outward. So if I can learn to be compassionate with myself for my own behaviors, Then when my child is acting a certain way or I see certain things on the political landscape or in my outer life kind of circling back to the sacred activism that you were speaking of, the thing that I need to bring forward first and foremost is compassion because without compassion, there is no connection. And we don't want to meet our, let's say our child is resisting brushing their teeth. If I'm going to meet my, my child already doesn't want to brush my teeth, their teeth, but if I meet them with resistance or if I look at the political landscape and I, you know, meet that political landscape with more resistance, then I'm adding to the resistance. But if I have found the inner place of connection and compassion, then I am going to still take action. You know, my child is still going to need to brush their teeth or I may still want to show up at a march. But the way that I'm going to show up and the energy that I'm going to bring to that interaction is going to be more compassionate because it's going to spring forth from this way of being that I've learned to have within myself. And this is deep work. This is, this is not easy and it's not meant to be easy, but it's 
the most fulfilling work any of us will do because to wake up and be at peace with our inner self is that which our soul is longing for. It is deep work, and it can be simplified and a little more compassionate by allowing yourself to have the motherhood evolution as a guide to how thriving mothers raise thriving children by Susie Lula. You can find out more at susielula.com. Whether you are a mother, whether you are a mother that is disguised as a father, whether you are a mother that is birthing children or creative projects, I urge you to get this book. She writes, the time is now for mothers to value ourselves, to step into our inestimable worth and to form global connections. We have no time to waste because our children are here now, needing to experience their own worth and value. Their future is now. We mothers are here to show society that we are here now. We are here to be seen, heard, and valued. We have so much to offer, so much in which we can make a difference and become the inspired humans we have the potential to be. Once again, connect with her at suzylula.com. Next week, my guest is Lisa Barnett, and we will be talking about Akashic Knowing, a powerful book of prayers and a deep discussion on the Akashic Records, the Ascended Masters, and your own personal connection to them. Until then, in love, of love, with love, and as love, I am Simran. Be well. Thank you for opening your mind to a new reality, your heart to greater compassion, and your experience of aliveness with 1111 Talk Radio. Join host Simran next Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern Time to step through the gateway of conscious living here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember, you are not on the journey. You are the journey.